right, we hit that ride, man. Yeah. Nice. We made it. Crazy stuff. It took me all night or afternoon to get the show loaded up. Uh, the website wasn't even working over there. Yeah, I couldn't even log in for a while. Yeah, neither could I. And so that threw me off a little bit. And then, um, of course, I, uh, as a result, I ended up being thrown off with everything else, you know, like my clippage and getting the soundboard set up properly. You know, when I'm doing the clips, the cat likes to come and lay on all the stuff, so I have to kind of maneuver stuff around. And then, um, you know, uh, while there was time dying out and the pod bean wasn't loading, I, you know kind of started scrambling and I was trying to figure out how to go live on Rumble and like all this other stuff and I was like looking at all the and you got to download all this other crap and I was in over my head and I was drowning and it all uh it all just imploded on me right there at the last minute uh but you got your docket right yep got everything ready to go everything looking good did it make sense Sounding good all right good yeah sounds good looks good feels good feels good <laughs> Feels good. All right, good. Uh, so yeah, yeah, looking at that document, a lot has happened in the past couple of days. Really? I was yeah. busy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in kind of a whirlwind the last couple of days, in a good way, kind of a joyful twirl. Uh, I won the fantasy football championship, man. Oh, all right, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, where's my other one? How dare you? Oh, that's the wrong one. Uh, I think I lost that one. Um, either way, uh, so well, that one might fit. Two years in a row, champion. Nice. Congratulations. You going for that three, Pete? You know, I think if I do, they might kick me out of the league. Uh, yeah, because at that point, you're just stealing money. I'm just being an asshole, you know, so I think I might throw it next year purposely. I'm just going to do really <laughs> whack job, oddball picks in the draft. and Just, just... pick nothing but Bears players. Yeah, that's Guaranteed right. loss. I'm going to go for broke, and uh, <laughs> I guarantee if I go and do that, I will win again. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they'll that... have the best season ever. Yeah. Well, so here's the theory. I want to recap quickly for all my fantasy football fans out there. Uh, what is my secret? The method to my madness? Well, I simply pick the best available at the draft, and then I make the least moves on the waiver wire in my league. The last two years now, the least moves, I just pick the best available, and I do the least reading, the least studying, I do no pre-day, pre-drafts, nothing. I go in fresh. I usually know nothing about anybody's team. I barely know anything about my favorite teams. And I just pick away, and I let the season ride. And I've won the championship twice now with that theory. Wow. Because it's fantasy football, folks. It's pure luck. (laughs) (laughs) There is no strategy. And you know what's really crazy to me is there are men and women uh, out there, maybe even a few lady fellas. I don't want to, you know. Hmm. Be offensive here, but uh, there are a lot of jobs out there where people just talk about and theorize and give you suggestions on how to line up your fantasy football team. That is crazy. There's an entire channel dedicated to it on cable, and there are people on 24 hours a day 
talk, well, you know, 12 probably, and they're just talking about fantasy. It's like this guy in my class, he's like, he's failing. He's probably going to get kicked out of the plumbing apprenticeship because he, he can't pass the math test. But boy, mention fantasy football. He will tell you every <laughs> player. He will tell you every team on all of the three leagues he is in. Oh, you just you're psycho, bro. So it, I, it <laughs> all, dude, all I could think is, bro, quit two teams. Practice math. It's your fucking profession here. Wow. You know? Yes, you're right on the money. I work with a fella. Also with the three team agenda, there mind blowing to me. Uh, he just regaled me in anecdote after news story, after podcast, after every article, everything he studied about every player, and he had all the ins on all the teams, and he told me who to draft where and when, and he did all these mock drafts. Uh, he lost all three leagues. <laughs> all three didn't even make it in the playoffs. Yeah. I'll say with this guy. I know you're not good. I know you're going to lose all three leagues. You're too dumb to do simple math. You can't add fractions. You're going to go over there and do fucking data analysis on three teams? Go fuck yourself, dude. Like, Focus all your energy on just getting your plumbing license, man. I Come assume, on. I assume we're dealing with almost the identical guy here, the same they probably fella. probably look exactly the probably same. Probably look exactly you know the I mean? same, both battling diabetes. and uh, Yes, just- <laughs> yes. This is <laughs> this is the guy that I saw at Subway, and he uh, he bought all the cookies. Oh, that's the cookie guy, the cookie monster. All the cookies. Yeah. I'm not talking about like, hey, let me get two of those macadamia cookies. It was like this. He he. It was like the chocolate chip tray of cookies. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right, we're, we're talking but, about uh, pretty much the same guy. Same guy. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know what I'm saying though, dude? You're not. I don't know. It's such a waste of time and energy. Immensely, unless you end up winning money regularly. Uh, this is my first. You're not winning enough money for no. all that time you're wasting. Uh, the year I before mean, my I mean, this guy busts out fucking college stats for people on his team. Some of them haven't been in college for ten years. How are you remembering this shit, man? I I hear people talk about dudes in college now and them preparing to draft them on their fantasy team like four years from uh, now. Like, come on, guys, dude. We can fit so many other things in our brains, man. But uh, I am a fantasy fan. I love to play. And I won two years in a row. And um, I'm going to have to throw next season just because I, you know, <laughs> feel comfortable going for the trifecta there. I'd do the, I'd do the three-peat and then throw it. Because then you come back with the repeat three-peat. Oh, good. You know, I'll retire for one season, just do yes. fantasy baseball, and then I'll well- come back and... <laughs> I'll call myself number 45, right? <laughs> and I'll do a repeat, repeat. Yeah! It would be great. The kids, <laughs> the kids will love it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's all I got for the fantasy football. Uh, good times had by all. I look forward to the mm. baseball season. Yeah, what, what was going on this weekend or this week? I feel like nothing really of any importance. Um, I've been fucking battling tar. All right. Well, I think we're going to have to talk <laughs> about it. We're pretty much at the point in the show. I, did anything break yet? With, uh, you know, I was kind of caught up and all day I've been hanging on the Twitter feeds waiting for some juicy info uh, or an update on the, you know, 
individuals involved with uh, something quite spectacular, and I can't believe we are here in this moment in time in history witnessing this. Well, it took nearly 35 years, but a 13-year-old Oklahoma boy has become the first human to beat the original Tetris game. Check this out. His name's Willis Gibson. He was uh, live streaming his record setting 38 minutes. You didn't think I was going to bring up the Tetris, did you? <laughs> what? <laughs> game. He reached an unheard of level 157 when the game could no longer keep up with him and crashed. Oh, what? Dude, yeah, and this is the kid. He's freaking out on Twitch or whatever. He's hyperventilating. The reaction is the best part. So the crash or true kill screen has only been achieved in the past and only been achieved with the use of artificial intelligence. Humans yeah. win! Yeah! 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 Suck it, AI. Yeah! All this talk in 2023 about AI, you know, taking over the world and how we all got to get on the AI bandwagon. And here we are, three days into 2024, and a human just crushed AI, baby. Beat Tetris. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. One more. That's so sad. I can't even really celebrate it. How much time? Did well, this individual dedicate to playing Tetris? I gotta say, it's a kid, like probably ten years old or thirteen. What they say there? Uh, really, oh. just like young little guy. It's not some neck beard in his forties. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hyper playing six different screens at the same time. Uh, th- this kid, like, was just a kid streaming himself, kicking some ass on Tetris, and he just he crashed the system and won, and he had the all nines in the score, and, uh, hey, I, I love it, actually. You know what? He's not playing the games where he's, like, massacring innocent people walking down the street. Or fucking hookers in a car. Yes. Yeah, you know, this is a good, a, uh, a good moment. I was just thinking, though, that's what a... I mean, it's kind of anticlimactic. It's like... You went. You you didn't even really win. It crashed, and then what do you just start back over at level one? Well, the points max <laughs> out, right? It just maxes on the nines, and then it stops dropping the bricks because it has run out of configurations, you know, to drop on you. Yeah, so that's what I mean. And then it just you just start over. Like it reminds me of that South Park where they did the World of Warcraft. Yeah, I was just thinking about and, that. Too. And they're all like super fat and <laughs> yes. pimply. They've just spent all this time and energy on beating this guy, and then they're like, "What do we do now? <laughs> now we get to play the game." <laughs> Dude, it's... I love that. How they're like discussing in the meeting boardroom of the you know video game uh, headquarters <laughs> yeah. and. Like, how do you kill that which has no life? <laughs> the best, the best is where they're like, we need to get in there and give the kids the sword. Log, Jim, you got an account? He's like, no, I have a life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Steve, you got an account? No, I have a life. <laughs> I'm, I'm married, man. All, all the people making money off the product, none of them use it. Quite literally, so the reality we're living in. <laughs> I mean, I think Tony Hawk is still living off of the residual checks from his Tony Hawk video games. Oh, he's got to be a billionaire by now. I'm pretty sure he's one of the wealthiest athletes out there simply because of the Tony Hawk video game. And I'm talking about the one that was like on Sega or whatever when we were little guys. Yeah, you know, this net worth, when you look it up, I, don't, I never believe it. They're saying he's only worth 140 mil. 
Really? I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> maybe not a big investor, right? I mean, he's, he's a skateboarder. Maybe not so savvy with the paychecks. I know, but I mean, 140E, I mean, are we, you know, in Joe Biden's economy? I mean, that's not, I'm not even that impressed. Uh, that's middle class. What do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> He probably lives down the street from me now that I think about it. He became a famous uh, skateboarder to pretty much be blue collar. What's going on here? Uh, I mean, 140 million for skateboarding is pretty fucking amazing. That's pretty good, man. I mean, how many skateboarders out there that we grew up with, you know, ended up making that kind of money off of anything remotely close to skateboarding? Yeah. Well, uh, See, that's what, okay, so, but his name has brought in over 1 billion in sales. Yeah, so I I believe he like reels in checks still for like maybe I'm wrong. I think Tony Hawk the video game is still being released or it's got to be still out there, right? In some iteration. Yeah. I bet you I could buy it on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, for sure. Right? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. He's got to be worth way more. Maybe they just they don't know about something. Yeah, I have a and what are you on Wikipedia? Yeah, that's what it was saying. I don't know. It is owned and operated by the CIA, so there's a good chance that they're lying to us. And on top of it, I can almost guarantee Tony Hawk's CIA asset. He probably works for him. Oh, good call. Good call. Right? They love getting the athletes and the actors involved, you know, because they're uh, traveling. It looks like the last game was Tony Hawk's Skate Jam 2018. Yeah, he's not really coming out with anything. Oh, that's relatively new. Five years ago, they haven't had a new Grand Theft Auto in ten years. Mm, really? It came out in 2013, and I saw a preview or a trailer. It was basically a movie trailer for the new one that they're releasing. The first new one in over ten years, and it's coming out, I think, 2025, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. Which I think is pretty cool. It's almost like each generation gets their own GTA. Yeah, I guess. Well, when we were young whippersnappers, we had the Grand Theft Auto where you were watching from the sky. Yeah, the sky. Yeah. Remember the old school Grand Theft Auto? That was Auto terrible. <laughs> it was the best because you'd run over Elvises and you'd hear them like do the Elvis thing, you know? <laughs> Just look, baby. That was terrible. Horrible. Yeah, the, what wasn't it? Grand Theft Auto 3 was the first one that... Uh, that was when you were finally like um, in the world. The first person view. Right. And that's when it got... That's when our world got kind of crazy. When did that come out? Was that like a... I don't even know. I was just thinking be... about that. Because then Miami Vice came out. And Miami Vice was... That was the game changer, right? That's when video games entered a whole new realm where... Oh, I, that was, was just like cocaine and hookers. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, yeah, I, don't, was, I don't want to just drive around shooting people. I want to get out of the car, rape that hooker, and then you know, <laughs> hold that guy hostage, and then fly this helicopter into the Statue of Liberty. I just want to get five stars as fast as I can. <laughs> then drive away in a car I got with a cheat code. It really was the game, though. How much fun did we have just... Blast into five stars as quickly as possible and, you know, causing mayhem and havoc. Yeah, dude, Grand Theft Auto 3, uh, October 2001. See? Generational. And then ten, yeah. it's like every ten years they seem to be doing it to influence the new crop of kids, right? Oh, yeah. Vice City came out the next year, October 2002. Yeah, again, I can't get over the fact that they're just like, let's do the same thing but bring in the hookers and, you know, drugs. 
I'll just make a Tony Montana. Montana. (laughs) (laughs) Scarface, man. It was literally the Scarface. You had his uh, palace and everything at the end. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, uh, so all jests and jokes aside, although I thought the Tetris story with the kid beating it, wholesome, fun way to ring in the new year. Yeah, I do like that. Hey, congratulations, kid. Thanks for, uh, you know, taking one for the humans. Again, I like heading into this year, one to nothing humans versus AI. It's good stuff. It's not going to stay one and oh for long. <laughs> no, yeah, as I watch the Terminator like crush my skull with his foot, I'll be remembering that line. <laughs> we'll always have Tetris. <laughs> we beat you in Tetris. <laughs> well, obviously not chess. Tetris. <laughs> Oh, man, but we got to get to it. Again, uh, I don't know if anything was released. Uh, it, they keep dangling this in front of, or dangling in front of us. Um, apparently, all the names coming out on the Epstein list are already known. That's, uh, and it's not even a list from what I read, according to the Associated Press. They're just releasing the deposition, and a lot of names are dropped, but we already know them, like Clinton. And the news keeps trying to say, uh, you're going to hear a lot about former presidents, Bill Clinton and Donald Trump, but I don't think you're going to hear a lot about Donald Trump. Yeah, I don't know. Well, out of the 151 names, 50 of them were Bill. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy, there's so much. I don't know exactly what they're leaking. I don't think it's an actual flight log. I believe flight logs are out there already, and there's a lot of info that you could easily Google up on the interwebs, and it'll give you a good idea of the individuals who hung out with Jeffrey Epstein and who went to his island, right? Yeah, I don't think we're ever really going to get anything good. I think all the names that come out, it's going to be like Bill Clinton, uh, the, the, the king's brother over there. Prince Andrew. Uh, and you know what I mean? It's going to be all people that are either dead or dying and nobody cares. Like, do you, do you even really care? Bill Clinton is so old now. What are we going to do? Well, is it even yeah. shocking? No. no, no, we all like they're know. talking about Chris Tucker and all that. Like, yeah. Although I, I'm really obsessed with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. I gotta see his name on that list. You know it's on there. Mike, you must be psycho, and we all know it's on there only because of how he reacted. Let's do it. All right. Soon, a federal judge is expected to release the names of dozens of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged victims and associates. And now comedian Jimmy Kimmel is threatening a lawsuit against New York Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers for insinuating without any evidence at all that Kimmel's name might be in those documents. So this is CNN, and just notice how they go through great pains to really hammer home the idea that they don't agree at all with what Aaron Rodgers says right here. This is what (laughs) Rodgers said in a radio show. So a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't die. Ah, <laughs> Again, we didn't play it to amplify it. We played it so you could see what yes. was said here. Kimmel responded, saying in part, for the record, I have not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my well, He didn't read the full quote or the tweet. He starts by saying, hey, asshole, but he spells it with two A's like Aaron. It's kind of funny. I thought it was actually uh, very humorous. Clever. I thought it was very clever pretty and clever. very funny. You know, hey, asshole. It, 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 you know, a, a, or, uh, a asshole. What is it? A, a Aaron. Uh, okay, so. 
It's a you know, small little caveat there, but I thought it was important. Met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name in any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Now, clearly, CNN. The list hasn't even come out yet. Kimmel's already threatening to sue people. <laughs> Tell me your name's on the list without telling me your name's on the list, man. Let's come on. We put your, you put your family in danger. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Because those right-wing extremists now? The mega guys are calling you out on Twitter? I don't need to know or see a list to understand what route in life Jimmy Kimmel took versus what route in life his comedic partner, Adam Carolla, took. One guy is doing the podcasts in the empty garages, and the other dude is on late night TV. Dancing with the vaccine. Yes, man. Bought and paid for by Pfizer and all the elites. I know a shill when I see one, man. What did no you one. do to get into that club there, Jimmy? Exactly. And I'm talking to all you Jimmys. All of them. Yeah. Even the Jimmys named Steven. If you catch my drift. <laughs> Core. Now, clearly, CNN, no one has any reporting that Kimmel is linked in any way to the Epstein case. There was some bad blood, it's notable, between Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel because of jokes that Kimmel, uh, Kimmel had made criticizing Rodgers for pushing conspiracy theories. Ah, uh, jokes. Actually, mm. he, he talked... Uh, pretty horrifically about not only Aaron Rodgers for being a, an anti-vaxxer and, you know, COVID denier, but uh, I distinctly remember Jimmy Kimmel lumping him with the rest of us uh, filthy, disgusting creatures. Uh, uh, this, uh, what, um, what were we called? Rats. Plague rats, right? Plague rats, yeah. So, you know, we're all together and we're the ones dying of the heart attacks, I, I recall, in front of the hospital. But I, I do love how... Uh... So, so okay, let me get this straight, CNN. So this, I'm put this in perspective here. So Aaron Rodgers with two other guys, both just boastfully laughing. They're, you can hear they're laughing, having a good time. Uh, that's not a joke. That's a serious threat that put Jimmy Kimmel and his family in danger. You're right, yeah. But then when I turn on late night and it's Jimmy Kimmel, three feet away from the camera lens, staring at me with cold, dead eyes, telling me that I'm killing grandmas all over, all over the nation. That's a joke. <laughs> yes, man. Hardy har. That was just a joke, Jimmy said. <laughs> I don't think you guys understand what a joke and joking around is, you know? Absolutely. Well, it's a joke if our side agrees with it. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so Jimmy so Kimmel... Dude, he, he was raking in the ratings during COVID, uh, completely destroying Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers was one of very few people in the world publicly standing up to the behemoth that was the big pharma industrial complex that was consuming our lives. It was him and uh, DeSantis, and then <laughs> who else? Djokovic. Djokovic, and then uh, Joe Rogan, because he took the horse paste. 
The Jorge. <laughs> right? That those were our heroes for two years. That's it. Don't forget Alex Jones, the AG. AJ. 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 AJ's the OG. And I gotta say that <laughs> Alex Jones is always at the top of the castle there. You know, he's a, you know, never stopped. I mean, you should have seen him yesterday. He was losing his mind over the Alex Jones thing, telling viewers like, don't even pay attention to this. We got the real deal here on our show. Like <laughs> He's bringing on all these experts who've been to the island, and you know it's just so funny. Now, they need to take him off X again. I, he for his own health. That guy's gonna have a heart attack, dude. You see him by the end of the hour. I gotta say, not only that, but he's even like filming like one-offs in the field by his house, like in his backyard, just screaming <laughs> into the into his phone for three minutes. You're right. I think he's gonna have a heart attack or something. He's got to take it easy. He's gonna have a heart attack after he works himself up over a hypothetical situation that might happen later on. <laughs> You talking about me and chemtrails? What are you talking about here? (laughs) (laughs) They are spraying us like bugs today. Uh, We are in for it. I know the country is. They're they're spraying across the country and getting everyone ready for this massive storm. And I got to say, Mike, uh, I found a doozy online today. Uh, And I can't believe I'm saying this. But Colorado specifically, because it's dear to my heart right now, and everybody else who's experiencing this everywhere else, uh, we got to start being more like New Hampshire. New Hampshire. When's the last time you thought about New Hampshire, right? Never. Never. Well, New Hampshire just signed a bill. Uh, It goes into effect 2024. Uh, It's an act prohibiting the intentional release of polluting emissions including cloud seeding, weather modification, excessive electromagnetic radio frequency, and microwave radiation, and making penalties for violation of such prohibition. They have now officially made chemtrails illegal in New Hampshire. So now we'll finally see if they actually were chemtrailing, because it should stop now, right? Well, not here. Not in, I, I think that... Well, no, no. In New Hampshire, though, you right. should no longer see the uh, condensate trails coming from the plains. Yes. In fact, uh, and I think contrails are the uh, water molecules that condensate uh, in the higher altitude, and those are relatively short, whereas the chemtrails are the ones that last for about 15 to 100 miles, and you could see them <laughs> go on forever, and then they expand slowly and cover the sky. Just giving a little, little difference. Do you know how much you would have to spray? Well, the earth is flat, so you can see all the way. All the way, man. I can almost see the ice wall in Antarctica. How, how big is That's, the fucking tank on this plane that it's spraying 150 miles? Yeah, well, I may have exaggerated a little bit, but they're hitting, you know, they're, they're getting the... The width of Denver and, uh, you know. I mean, haven't you seen those planes that put out the fires? Like, think about how, you know, I guess that is a quick release. Well, that's also water. So much. Water is a lot different than an aerosolized, you know, gas. Yeah, but it's not a, well, it's a gas, but it's a particulate. It is, yeah, it's a particulate. So you can only compress it so much. Totally agree. Yeah, I, I think they do rounds, and, you know, we have lots of air bases, and, you know, it's here in Colorado, it's Air Force here, man. I mean, we got, we got, all sorts of stuff flying around, and we got private stuff, and, you know, it's, it's very easy to do the chemtrailing. 
And, I, you know, the budgeting is a little lower this year than it was last year. It's Bidenomics, folks. Everybody's struggling. And I think the pilots this year are working their way through a little bit of a, you know, low hiring situation. So maybe that's why November, December wasn't as hard as it was the previous year. But they're laying it thick here in January. Anyways, uh, I wasn't here to argue chemtrails. I just want, thought it was very fascinating that we have states now. Uh, New Hampshire is joining Texas. Uh, Texas signed it uh, starting this year as well. I believe it was uh, something that Greg Abbott put through last year, or they passed the bill through their state commons or whatever they do in these states, man. I don't even know what our democracy is anymore. However, I think we can all learn from this locally. If you're someone out there who is bothered by the chemtrails or the cloud seeding operations, take it to your local representative and, you know, make a scene locally, you know? Then you can uh, and make, if make there's a enough of you and they need votes desperately enough, they will write a bill. <laughs> yeah, well, here's the trick. Get a black lesbian to be your leader. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what they're all doing? Yeah. Oh, if you can't find one, just transition. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got the blonde chick's a dude? Oh, man. Yeah, that's right. Oh, Speaking of transition... Uh, and I've got a transition for you all. Wow. Um, <laughs> mm. Do you are you familiar with our um? What is this? Uh, let me get this right. The Space Force Lieutenant Colonel. The, uh, this person's name is B. Fram. B. E. E. <laughs> the dude that dresses like a chick. It's a lady fella who uh, is a lady fella. Yes, the admiral or whatever. It's, it's Lieutenant Colonel, I think, is what I got from this. Uh-oh. Uh. This person was doing a speech here where they were discussing something I thought you would find very interesting, Mike. Inclusivity being a necessity for national defense. So inclusion is a national security imperative. We fight today and we are going to fight in the future using brain power. It's over, folks. We lost. We lost. We lost. <laughs> World War Three has already been lost. And konnichiwa. Uh, <laughs> Hiroshima, my Chinese are overroared. <laughs> I'm going to start eating with chopsticks now so I have the calluses built in when they're forced upon us. And, uh, it's over. Squeeze me? You, uh, you like that, huh? That was good. Right? Oh, God, uh, dude. Tell me, how does the diversity of... How does, how does including trans help our fucking army? Well, because we're going to fight our wars with our brains, bro. So trans are smarter? They don't, this, this dude doesn't even know he's a fucking dude. And we're depending <laughs> on his brain to win the war? Yeah, he's got the brain for the job, man. We need the people <laughs> with the messed up brains to be the brains to get things done. <laughs> This guy's brain holds a dick in its hand and still thinks it's a woman. <laughs> it says, I'm a pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you seen the picture of this dude? I cannot believe we let these guys wear the female uniform. This is so fucking embarrassing. Dave Chappelle killed me with that clip. I didn't see the uh, full uh, thing. I just watched the clip that floated around where he tells the story of meeting Jim Carrey, who's in character as oh, Andy Kaufman. So funny. And he, that he compares so that to what it's like having to deal with trans people. <laughs> <And> <laughs> spot on, man. 
You're Dude, dealing with she, some- <laughs> yeah. she, he, she, whatever the fuck this person is, is trying to bring in 1,300 transgender service members. That's their goal. Well, Mike, how else do you expect to be all that you can be? <laughs> They're going to fight in the future using brain power. And if that brain, who's going to revolutionize the way we fight in space, we fight in cyber, just happens to be in a trans body, you should want them all serving... Uh, right there, you sound so insane. That is yeah, no, a so insane sounding, man. I can't wrap uh, no, my head around that. The answer is no. No. <laughs> Do you know who had a very good brain? Very good brain. Very smart brain. Stephen Hawking. Can't fight on a battlefield. We don't recruit him into the military. Very good brain. Wow. Bad body. Yes, right? man. Absolutely. Just think of Starship Troopers. They do that test, right? Doogie Hauser goes to the high ranks, and the other imbeciles go on to the uh, you know, lower ranks, and they fight the bugs. But even Doogie Hauser knew he was a man, was able to pass a physical fitness test. <laughs> like, there's true. a reason we do physical fitness tests. Well, we used to. I don't even know if they're still doing them. I'm sure they disproportionately affect people of color, so they had to stop doing <laughs> it. <laughs> but we used to do fucking physical fitness tests in the military. <laughs> I don't, this is insane. This is fucking insane. There's a reason we set parameters for who can and who cannot be in the military. We want the best of the best. If you don't know you're a fucking man, I'm sorry. You're not the best of the best. The best of the. You might be smart and everything, and that, but the best of the best is somebody who's smart, physically fit, and knows they're a man. <laughs> I, 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 this is fucking crazy. And what kills me about this is I was I was one of those guys that got so much shit because I was so against them repealing "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." That's right, man. And but everybody on my side, we all said the same thing. It's a very slippery slope, and we cannot afford to mess with the military. You just can't afford to mess with it. And here we are now. It's ten years later. And and now we got fucking trannies telling us that they're a lieutenant colonel tranny. Yeah, get the fuck oh, out! Oh man, here. it's get the fuck out of here! I'm supposed to follow you into battle. <laughs> yeah, but also I gotta say, as a simpleton, as a civilian, someone who's never served, I'm a little nervous having people who think they're uh, some other brain in a different body controlling these high energy weapons. And then telling you they're going to use that brain to fight with those weapons. Yeah, I just don't like it. You know, it's this very terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. This unsettling is, terrible. is what it is. You know, I I want people who are sound of mind, who are one body, mind, and soul. You know what I'm saying? Those are the people that we want out there defending our homeland, man. Not somebody who's who has uh, such a profoundly deep inner conflict that they're now dressing as the opposite gender. And you're a laughing stock, dude. I mean, come on. You're supposed to be... I don't know, man. Our military is supposed to be feared. Yes. Yes, man. We're supposed to be serious. How You're not a serious fucking person if you're walking around in a female uniform. No, if you're a dude with lipstick and a skirt, you're Mrs. Doubtfire and everybody's laughing at you. You're not somebody who we're going to fear on the battlefield, man. No You're offense. living out some weird <laughs> fetish in real time that we're all supposed to go along with. It, it, it's just, there's no place for it in the fucking military. Can we not just have one safe haven? One thing that we could all just, just agree 
We need a military. We need that military to be serious. So we're going to keep politics out of it. I mean, that's why I actually think soldiers shouldn't be allowed to vote. Wow. <laughs> right. I, I think that's, you know, I think, I think the military should just be totally separated. I mean, obviously, veterans should be able to vote, but while you're in, I mean, you, you're giving up your, your, you really give up your rights as a civilian when you join. You're not a civilian. It's interesting because I do, you know, don't you think that, you know, the army or those serving t- tend to favor Republicans? Yeah, but I don't care who you favor. I don't think you should be the one. You probably I just want- <laughs> think, I think politics should be politics. Military should be military. And I think the military should worry about the military uh, mission instead of politics. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And, and, and if you take away the voting, you know, you can't vote while you're on active duty. It just kind of, it kind of eliminates you from that game. Our military needs to focus on being the military. This again goes to the transgender thing. We don't have time for you to worry about being a woman. We need you to train. We need you to, you know what I mean? Yes. Be serious. And then now these guys are, the guys I talk to, man, it's like once a month they're, they're wasting half a day on some fucking like diversity and inclusion class. It's fucking insane. It's, it's fucking insane. And how many, and, and, and they've gone like so far the other way now where it's like, if, if, if you say something about this lieutenant colonel, they're going to kick you out. They'll court-martial you out. They, uh, well, did you see that letter I sent you? Was it fake? I don't think so because uh, it was tweeted out by General Flynn, but it was something like 300 active and military you know, vets <clears throat> uh, basically saying that the vaccine rollout was hugely detrimental to the military. And that, like, people need to be held accountable. Yeah, but they never will. No, they never will. <laughs> the vaccine, dude. I'm so disgusted with like the every the way everybody acts with the vaccine. Really? I, I was just informed by our dad that uh, they there were always heart attacks in the NFL. That's every crazy. Year, there was every at least year. one. Every I'm not year, joking. Dude. Every year, he said there had to be at least one every year. Uh, did, <laughs> totally normal. There's always been heart attacks. Wow. Uh, and I got to say, I saw the news that he saw that has made that claim. That uh, they put out these numbers. Joe Scarborough. And- That's why I can't even talk to the, like people like our parents. I can't even talk to them because I, 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 I can't even let them talk because I already know what you're going to say <laughs> because I just saw that news feed on MSNBC. <laughs> I read your news. That's what's so I funny. I read your news. Yeah, no, you <laughs> don't realize how uninformed you are because I know everything you know and then everything else. I know. You only know what the fuck MSNBC tells you. And I, how do I know? Because it was 2023, November 2023, when you came up to me and said, you know what? I just saw this thing and... The COVID came out of that lab in China. <laughs> Did you miss John Stewart coming out of the desk about a year ago? It wasn't on MSNBC, for All so right, okay, but that's when we all understood, right? John Stewart told us about it.
I don't know, man. This is we're we're living in a sick world. I hope those guys really do exist. Um, but but to be honest with you, what what's done is done with the vaccine. This is the shit that's gonna take down our military. Yeah, the, I, this the, this this because and then they wonder why nobody wants to fucking join the military. Frank, do you want to go serve under this fucking guy? This guy dressed as a woman. You're sitting there scared, shit in your pants. You're in a trench, and this fucking guy dressed as a woman comes up to you and says, "We need to storm that other trench." <laughs> go, guys. Let's get them, girls. Let's <laughs> hike up your panties and let's go. <laughs> I mean, get the fuck out of here. I, I say it all the time. I wouldn't follow these people into shallow water. Uh, and we're, we're expecting guys to, to, real men, we're expecting real men to sign up and follow these people into battle. I don't care how big you think your brain is. Yeah, right. I would rather have the <laughs> dumb guy who knows he's a guy. Uh, this fucking is... Finocchios, man. It's crazy. You know, Finocchio away. We have gone down a horrible <sighs> rabbit hole when it comes to these, um, you know, uh, woke, trainy folk. Uh, who, who thinks this is a good idea? I, I can't believe there's anybody out there that looks at this f in a fucking woman's uniform and is like, you know what? They're doing really good things in the military. <laughs> I, I like what they're doing. I really feel safe. Maybe that's why we can't stop even immigrants at the border. Our military is just full of a bunch of f***s looking in the mirror putting on their goddamn makeup. You know, honestly, <sighs> I don't think you're too far off, dude. I knew this one was going to burn you. I just dude, knew I'm it, I'm so dude. fucking pissed. We got, we got, got just 20 this f***ing the other one in the fucking White House. There's a first female admiral. Uh, I know. He's got a dick. He played D1 football. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. He did. He absolutely did. And with General Miley, <laughs> they were on the same team. <laughs> I can't believe this is where we are. And for everybody 10, 15 years ago that told me I was fucking crazy, that I was a bigot, that I was this, that I was that, here we are. Here we are. We're going ever faster down that fucking slippery slope that I told you we were on when you got rid of the don't ask, don't tell. Man. You want to hear any more of what this uh, yeah. individual yeah, has to go. say about yeah, well, you know, building it. our brain in the military here? All right, here we go. Alongside me. And for your organizations, it's the same way. Those perspectives I mean, that we voice. get from a diverse... You're a man in the military. You're supposed to have a fucking commanding voice. <laughs> You're supposed to be able to go up there and fucking command men. Yeah, uh, this person Not, uh, so we go to, we're going to go out there. We're going to look at the... <laughs> get the fuck out of here, dude. Yeah, I, I, I think you can really tell uh, kind of what's going on with the voice, right? That's the voice is the big key. Yeah, that that's what that's what bothers so me. Annoying. Do you know what I'm yes. saying? Like, uh, yeah. I, it's an again, act. <clears throat> it's a fucking act. You're putting on an act. I I personally couldn't get over the voice. That's what was the big issue here. Is uh, you're this lieutenant colonel, they look simpleton, civilian. I don't really know what that means, but I do feel like the lieutenant colonel is supposed to have some sort of power. And I don't even mean man. I'm sure there's some actual female lieutenant colonels out there who have power and force behind what they're saying because they believe in who they are. Dude, uh... I was in 143, my lieutenant colonel, the battalion commander, was a female. I can't remember her name. was. She was this little Asian woman. She was like Filipino or something. You know, man, that chick 
could fucking command an army. Probably frightening, you know I mean? man. I bet you she was kind of scary, actually. She walked through that room. Yeah, dude. And it, actually, my company commander, uh, Captain Late, she was three years. She was the company commander. But do you know what I- separates these women from these dudes who try to be women? Is they were actually women, man, who were empowered by being powerful women. By being powerful women, yes. And, 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 to, and to, for those who think I'm being unfair, I have, oh, I've said it on the show. I've always been in favor of females in the military, not because I think they make us stronger. I actually think they make us a little weaker physically, but I'm all for it because of what they offer as far as a different view. You know what I mean? Women have different perspectives. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're saying, and I, I think we're on the same level here, which is, look, <clears throat> real women know how to command a room because yeah. there's confidence because you believe in who you are. Your mind, your big brain is in tune <laughs> with your body, right? So you're confident. Yeah. And you didn't get to Lieutenant Colonel as a man and then decide to be a woman. You were, you worked up those ranks yes, as a woman. You always being, uh, un, you know, under, uh, estimated. Earned know? it, man. They earned it. I, I, I'm with you on this, uh, for some reason, this little interview irked me beyond anything that came out this week. I'm so mad. My legs are sh- I'm like shaking right now. Like, <laughs> We're halfway fuck. through. We still have more, uh, dude. Set of individuals. It's been talked about on stage a lot regarding the science behind high-performing teams. We need those perspectives. But it's inclusion that actually drives that. Because you can bring people in, and if they don't feel safe to speak up, if they don't feel safe to bring their full selves to work, you're not going to get the value of the diversity. So for us, it is absolutely critical to drive our future success as an organization and potentially on the battlefield. And I think it's the same way for all of you because we can't leave that talent Did that is going to revolutionize the way we on do the business. Behind. <laughs> yes. Where else do you get success if you're the fucking military? <laughs> These people are living in I, fantasy worlds, man. They want to play military. They want to just play it. They want to dress up. Yes, they want to go. Yes. They, you know, they want to go take the the pictures, put it on the Insta of them jumping out of the helicopter with the M sixteen. You know, nobody wants to actually be serious. We need serious people to run a serious military. Yes, man, absolutely. And I, this is a um, an act. This is a show. This is a circus. Actually, I, this lady. That's it. That's the end. Uh, thank God. I, can't, I don't think I can take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Could you imagine? You, you, <laughs> you leave your home. You leave your family. You're going to do them proud. You join the military. And this <laughs> it walks in as you <laughs> to the colonel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, how about this, man? We got a lot of migrants coming over here. Man. They're eventually going to have kids here, right? Where, you know... Uh, a lot of uh, kids of immigrants or migrants tend to kind of go into the military to get a leg up on society. I bet you you knew a lot of uh, Latino cadet, uh, cadets when you were in there, uh, right? And that was and a at, lot of black immigrants too. And that was at a time, especially for us, you know, uh, the Mexicans. It was Mexicans coming through the Mexico border, believe it or not. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, you know, I. I 
what is it going to be like for these people who believe in true nuclear family, moral valued lifestyles, and then they're, uh, you know, joining the military, their kids are, and you have these lady fellas now running them. Like, you're going to, it's not going to happen. Well, not, not only that, yeah, I mean, nobody wants to talk about it, but most of our recruits come from like poor Christian communities. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't think the people and, and, who want to join the army are down with the lady fella lieutenant. No, that's why the recruitment is down because the, the the government has just shit on those people for the last four years. Yes, it dude. Told them they're garbage and that we don't want to. Kicked them out for not getting the vaccine. You know what I mean? I don't know. I got you. Uh, well, dude, you talked about the uh, immigration. Yes. So there's a crazy thing going on now where... Uh, I don't do that. So I heard this crazy thing on a on a podcast where the guy was explaining that. Um, so the Democrats have promised everybody everything, right? And that's free right. health care. They want to give everybody minimum wage increase. They want to do all this. They want to do all that. They can't afford it. We're running out of money. And he was saying, if you look at what they're going to start doing, is they're going to start. Fu- they need these immigrants to come in, and they need them to stay in Republican states. Wow. Not for the vote. Wow. Not, not for the vote. We need them to stay in Republican states where they get no benefits so that we can take their tax dollars and through SALT exemptions and all that, funnel it back into the blue states to support their giveaways to their, their constituents. Wow. And then literally 24 hours later, now they're talking on the news. Uh, we're going to start busing immigrants back to Texas. Wow. <laughs> yeah, dude. They need to use them because what they've built is a Ponzi scheme. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you need more and more people to come in and pay more taxes so that they can keep giving the money away to the people who voted for you thinking they would get something in return, you know? Wow. So that's why they're, you're going to start seeing these guys shipping them back to Texas, Kentucky, uh, just anywhere that's a red state that they don't get health care or any kind of benefit like that. That's really wacky stuff. Here in Colorado, uh, we, our mayor has been all over the national news, uh, Johnston, and he was just on, I think, Face the Nation or maybe Meet the Press yesterday. He talked about how we're at a breaking point and the migrant situation is out of control and we have nowhere to put them. We're very much like Mayor Adams in New York. Uh, we have no vacancy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, same with Chicago. No, but one of the problems is before these immigrants started getting bussed in, all these liberal cities passed all these rules about nobody's illegal. We're going to give health care to everybody. We're going <laughs> to take right, care man. of people. Can't afford the health care, so now we got to send you somewhere that you don't, you don't get health care so that your taxes can pay for our people's health care. So, and we need <laughs> money to forgive student loans. We, uh, our, our guy Johnson here, on top of the... I don't think he really saw the migrant crisis unfolding the way it did after he would take office, but uh, he ran on how he was going to like end homelessness in Denver. <laughs> Uh, a, a horrible thing to run on when you were just about to be inundated with like 300,000 migrants. 
Bad move, my friend. <laughs> You're about to be hit with the homeless of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Literally what happened, dude. So this poor loser ran on eradicating homelessness, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, half the population of Denver just walked through the border and encamped on our major streets. But he still had to carry through with his promise. And, and uh, I'm not kidding. This was Mayor Johnson of uh, Denver. His promise was to house 1,000 homeless people by January 1st. Mm. All right. He was going to do it. Come hell or high water, my man. This guy was going to make it happen. And uh, he did. He allegedly uh, apparently housed like 1,000 and you know, 86 people or something like that. Uh, but kind of what wasn't really talked about or publicly discussed was the fact that uh, housing 1,000 people cost the city of Denver $45 million. <laughs> so we cut checks of about $45,000 to 1,000 homeless people. Congratulations, Denver. Congratulations, Denver. We're retarded. Holy shit. Yeah, I, I just want to say to Jared Polis, where's my $45,000 check, bro? Because uh, I pay my taxes. You know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go easy on you, and I'm actually going to kill two birds with one stone, help you out. Instead of 45 cash, I'll just take a Tesla. Yes. <laughs> that way it's a win-win for both of us. I like. drive electric. You pay me back for the $45,000 you gave away to a non-citizen. <laughs> Not, no, 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 it. no, 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 not the migrants. That's a whole nother housing issue where they're kicking people out of hotels and putting in the migrants now. Oh, this is just the homeless. No, so no, I'm just talking. a punk teen that doesn't want to get a job. Colorado has 4,500 resident homeless, okay, that, that they have co- accounted for, uh, allegedly. And of those, the goal was to house 1,000. And he was going to make that goal happen. Even if it cost the taxpayers $45 million, he was going to house <laughs> 1,000 drug addicts to live in a house or in a hotel for like, you know, a week before they, you know, get lost into the wilderness again. Frank, I'm going to get these guys' houses even if I have to spend all of your money, your money. buy them houses. <laughs> Don't worry, Frank. Everything in your life will increase, but we're going to. <laughs> Everything you pay for will go up in price. But this homeless guy will live in a hotel for two weeks. Oh, your house is going to become unaffordable. But don't <laughs> worry. Once you, once you get evicted, we'll come in with your taxpayer dollars and buy it for a homeless guy. Yeah, exactly. So news spread like wildfires that used to happen here in Colorado before they uh, cloud-seeded our asses every day. Uh, that, you know, we spent, we forked up, us taxpayers forked up the bill for $45 million, uh, to house 1000 homeless who are not going to ever be housed after their little time is up all right they're going to go back on the street but he had to follow through on his idea and then then now right doesn't it kind of put into perspective why why you've seen johnson on all these national 
televised news stations pleading to the federal government to help us with the migrant situation because the homeless situation, even though he has allegedly housed 1,000 people, has exploded. And there are literal streets where you can't drive your car down because it's just <laughs> encampments tr- of people. They're all rushing there to get in line for the free house. I work with a guy who lives in North, up in northern Denver and. He told me that there was a significant migrant situation growing at one of the hotels down the street from his apartment. And I said, don't worry. I heard they're sweeping that spot today, which they did, uh, Zunai and uh, Spear. And uh, he said, yeah, but they're just going to move them like, over here. And I'm like, yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> they take them from over here and then move them over here. Then those people get mad, so they take them from there and move them back over here, right? And just kind of shift them around the city. Dude, it's... it's- you know what? It is really bothering me. It's like I just want – I will vote for the first politician. I'll even go campaign for you. The first politician that just comes out and says, you know what? I want to I shrink the responsibility of the government. <laughs> I want to do less. I want the government to do less, you know? Yeah, man. they can't do anything right. Imagine Denver – for five seconds, if Mayor Johnson did nothing for the homeless this past year, we all would have forty-five million more dollars. Think about that. And less homeless. It probably promise less- you you'd yes. have less homeless. They're only yes. coming because you're giving shit away. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you hear about the homeless problem in uh, Florida? No. Don't hear anything about no, it. No, you're Pretty right. Warm there. You're right. It is really warm there. <laughs> Do you remember when we were in Fort Myers crawling over homeless? No, that's right. Yeah, not one. (laughs) Good call, my man. Wow. Uh, The homeless seem to gravitate where they know they get the goodies. Yeah, this is crazy. And I don't know. You know who I'm? uh, I'm kind of a. I've been going down the rabbit hole. That guy in Canada, Polivier. I Polivier. Polivier. The the guy that was eating the apple. I love. I'm a huge fan of that guy, actually. Yeah, you're the one that introduced me to him, dude. That guy. Oh, man, we need somebody like that. Yes. Well, you know, uh, I have it for the next episode. I believe, in a lot of ways, someone who's speaking similarly is Vivek Ramaswamy Ding Dong. I know. I can never vote for an Indian. I but know, I but would. isn't it kind of killing you that Vivek is kind of our polyve right now? No, I'm just joking about that. I would 100% vote for Vivek. He's not Indian. You're born in America. You're an American. He's an American. He's an American. I like Vivek. I think he's a very smart guy, and he's telling the truth, which is refreshing. Yeah. it's it, uh, that, That's the perfect word for it. It is refreshing. We've just been lied to by every fucking sleazebag and scumball on TV for the last... On both sides. Every decade of our sides. lives, man. Like, I'm sick of it. Give me a truth teller for once, man. Yeah. So it feels yeah. good. Feels good to have some Vivek. Feels good to be live. I almost didn't think it would happen because of the technical difficulties at our hosting site. I'm glad they're back up. And I'm glad that we just flew by in the fastest hour in the universe, folks. There is no doubt about it. But we have some Vivek coming at you in the next show and a little bit more uh, juicy action. I hope you're hungry. <laughs>